Welcome live from the mean streets of Ladue, Missouri. How mean is it? There are folks here without a trust fund, including yours truly. Welcome to Hangovers and High. This is Drew Shank, and I'm with my trusty companion, Greg Boyer. Greg, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Drew. You know what they say, it's not the grades you make, it's the hands you shake, and that is Ladue. <laughs> Indeed it is. So, are you rocking a trust fund? <laughs> <laughs> I can't confirm nor deny that statement. Well, again, podcast family, welcome to Hangovers and High, where, where again, Rogan's been really on severe watch with this uh, huge uplifting amount of baseball. Well, listen, I did mention Ledoux because it is a suburb of St. Louis. Toasted ravioli and baseball, that's what we do here in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And speaking of baseball, well, congrats to the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Dodgers, man. The Dodgers, yeah. Corey Seager getting that MVP. It's real nice. I mean, he's a free agent going into this upcoming year, so hopefully with uh, the Cardinals not signing Wong, we can uh, get a nice second baseman or put DeYoung over at second base and have Corey Seager at shortstop. That would be something. Well, as much as I lament the uh, Wong disappearance, uh, that would be be, – that's a take I'll take. And by the way, why did I play Monkey Man by the greatest band ever of the Rolling Stones as our walk-up song today versus our normal Ooh. music? It's because Clayton Kershaw got that monkey off his playoff back. Indeed Didn't he did. Indeed he did, yeah. I mean, I thought he was going to come in, saw him in that bullpen going into the eighth inning. I was like, please don't put this poor man in because <laughs> he, I mean, at least against the Cardinals, he has blown every single chance that he's had. But he... uh he played out of his mind this World Series, and kudos to him, man. He deserves it. Well, yeah, if he had uh, come in relief and, and shit the bed in that game, they would have beaten him like a Philly cop. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but really, he is one of the best regular season pitchers of all time. Um, but then the postseason, his arm looked like Dr. Fauci on a <laughs> opening pitch, uh, throwing out the first pitch. But uh, this 2020 campaign, 4-1 postseason with a 2-9-3 ERA, <laughs> And not to be a stat hound, but I thought 37 Ks, five walks, that's Latin for over 7 to 1 ratio. So Yeah, that's unbelievable. He pitched out of his mind. Kind of like Snell was pitching for uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> pitching for the Rays last night. Is there a way that you can pull the manager during the game? <laughs> because that guy's getting fired, right? Yeah, that's was, that's not thinking. I think the top three hitters in the Dodgers lineup before he got pulled were 0 for 6. <laughs> 0 for 6? Yeah. <laughs> And then the next guy comes up, two runs immediately. How I do you, mean, how just do, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, that's that's not good. But the Dodgers had a lot to love with their first uh, World Series win since 1988. And Greg and I were kind of reminiscing about a story uh, that I didn't even know of. I always felt that, you know, Jack Buck did one of the, I think, his greatest call ever, even though so many great calls were the Cardinals, but or at least most famous was, uh, I can't believe what I just saw, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, but uh, why don't you share with our with our podcast family what uh, you told me earlier about Vince? Yeah, Scully. so what uh, what World Series was it again? It was against the Royals, was it not? Or it was the Dodgers against who? Um, oh God, I think it was the A's. It was the, it was A's. the A's. Yeah, because it was, yeah, the A's. It was Dodgers A's. Okay, right. okay, okay. Well, like Kirk Gibson, right? He's hurt. He's got a bum knee. What else? He's got two bum legs essentially, yeah. right? And he's down in the uh, like in the workout room or in the training room. And Vince Scully is on the radio, you know, stating, hey, you know, we don't know what Gibson's doing. Maybe he can't make it. Maybe he just doesn't have it in him. 
And Gibson is hearing it over over the PA, like in the clubhouse, and he's just like, all right, all right, screw this. Seething. I, I'm going up there. This guy's egging me on, and we all know what happens. He hits the right. memorable home run, and you know the rest is history. But Vin Scully to this day still uh, keeps that on as his uh, his biggest contribution to Dodgers baseball, egging him on. So yeah, pretty fun. I mean, Kirk was like, "This dusty fuck is you know <laughs> what's he doing to me here?" I mean, at that point, he was like about forty years with the team, and then you know he add on twenty seven more. Yeah, right. It's just crazy, but. Uh, no, they had a lot to love. Corey Bellinger, you know, whose uh, smooth swing is like, you know, sweeter than, you know, Margot Robbie on a beach. Did, hey, did I just say that? Did you? No, that's I'd not right, Gregory. No. Do we drug test here? H and H. But like you said, Corey Seager won the um, MVP and the League Championship MVP, which yeah. I thought was cool. Uh, and then they've got other, you know, I think Mookie Betts is a great player. Anyone named Mookie? The Mets, before your time, the team that the Dodgers beat to that had Mookie Wilson to get to the okay. ace, but the, the Mets they beat had a, a great player. And Mookie Blaylock, there's been a few Mookies, was an NBA player. I know a little before your time, but here's what you'll like. Okay. All right. Give it to me. The um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, the band. Yes. Their original name was Mookie Blaylock as a band. What? Yeah. And I, I, I Googled it because I remembered that. I actually thought it was an album. And then I Googled it, and, they, and then they had this article about 20 bands, like, first, you know, first names that were shitty that they changed. Like, yeah. some band, like, you know, was called, like, the Soft Underbelly or something. Sure. Yeah, something like that. Well, you know, cheesy names. I yeah. mean, speaking of Red Hot, you know who's probably Red Hot is Paul George, because his first year in L.A. did not pan out like Anthony Davis's and Mookie Betts. Both win championships. He doesn't. That's so. right. That's right. Joke's and, on who? It's on you, PG. And by the pandemic, way. Pandemic P. Yep. So, um, oh, God. Wait, there was something else I was going to say to you about that. Uh, oh, aside from Mookie Betts. Oh, this this was, I thought, a dual title town for either team, obviously, which I don't think was played up enough. Ooh. Because true. Because Tampa, Tampa had the NHL. Right. And L.A. had the, the Lakers, of course, and so either team. Now, I kind of root for the small market. I thought that would be interesting now, but here's the other thing. They've got uh, – the Rams are going to be in the hunt. Correct. Chargers are not. They sh- I don't even consider them L.A., whatever the hell they are this Is week. L.A. a Chargers town? No, man. Probably Orange County. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. San Diego is still very better. They're throwing eggs at the old stadium still. It's it's sad. It's summertime sadness in San Diego forever. And the Bucks are going to be um, uh, Bucks in the run with Brady, I guess. I guess it's not Belichick. Maybe it's Brady, by the way. Yeah, probably. Well, we know it's not Cam. Um because he's, he's playing <laughs> no, like absolute trash. No, he uh, he got benched. Uh, there's there's trouble up there in in Foxborough. Boston area. But the big story, to close the loop on the Dodgers, obviously third baseman and mental midget, Mm. Justin Turner, pulled out of the game for COVID. And my question to you, you know, aren't these guys pre-tested for the first pitch? I mean, why is this all of a sudden seventh inning a stretch? Hey! (laughs) I mean, let's uh, let's see how long we can do this until until everyone finds out. I don't know. I think they personally brought him out and took him out because he's a ginger. Ooh. And he's the only one out there. So... You know what? That's just me. We're gonna we're gonna have a brief discussion about a ginger. Uh, well, 
We're going to do that right now, actually. Because right, a couple of things last night. Because I think everyone knows what happened. The idiot went out there without a mask, but he already knew he had tested positive. I mean, you know, again, not did to he internalize this. I almost got blamed for. <laughs> did he know though? Like, I think they found out. I think oh. it was. An, I think it tasted tested negative, and then it came back as a false negative, which means two negatives equal a positive. Equals a positive. Yes. And then that's- if you hate to hate, you love. If you love to hate, you hate. If you hate to love, you hate. If you it's love so to facto, love, you love. <laughs> so facto, you're out. No. He's out. Mm. That was his third strike. By the way, this is um, this episode sponsored by our um, algebra tutor um, from seventh grade. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, shout out to Miss Costello. You were the best. Special lady, Mrs. Costello. Yeah. So, Always choked on shock. Didn't really understand why. But I was wondering if this ginger has been hit in the head because last week we talked about Conor McGregor, Ooh. who is a guy who's a ginger who gets hit in the head for a living. Yes. And um, he announced a big fight against Dustin. Did we ever figure out that pronunciation? Uh, Poirier. Poir- uh, I mean, uh, Perrier. Perrier Water. That's right. Perrier Water. We're also sponsored by Perrier Water. It always goes down smooth. Every time. There we go. Ain't no Perrier in this drink. Um, but, uh, no, I thought was kind of cool is that Connor, uh, aside from the fight, uh, announced he's giving hundred grand to the Tunnels to Towers Foundation to fight COVID. This is a United States uh, donation. He gave like a million pounds, which is 1.3 U.S. million, mm. back in May to the Irish one, which goes a longer way there. Uh, coming from his proper twelve Irish whiskey company. Remember, we were you were debating with that. yeah yeah yeah. I mean, does he like the United States more than Ireland now? He gave them a million, us a hundo. Well, no, I think he likes us more. No, well, yeah, I mean, he likes to hang here and hang and bang. Yeah, he's in Cali. Yeah, is that where he lives? I, I, mean, I don't know. I can't speak on that. Yeah, I think he's in St. Louis. I think he's in Ladue. I think he is in the main streets. In the Never mind, that's James Leopold. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's a baller for you. There's a ginger baller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He uh, Does he even know who Connor is? Oh, I, he, I don't know. I don't think he knows anyone outside of Napoli. So. <laughs> <laughs> they would be a great sponsor. In fact, we should Ooh. probably broadcast our show from Napoli. They actually sponsor my indoor team, so... Let's uh, shout we're, out to we're them. We're gonna have some talks. Shout out to Tony. And how about the uh, the milkmen? Yeah. Oh yeah, the milkmen coming to you soon, November sixteenth. Uh, sponsored by Oberwise, Soccer Dome Veta, Tuesday nights in between six and eleven p.m. The milkmen, the Missouri milkmen, coming at you hot. And one more shout out to the Little Bits Foundation. Ooh. Okay. But we one thing, and to close the loop on just a little bit of uh, laundry from last week. Was uh, we were talking about unbreakable records, mm. and I would be remiss to mention, you know, the that Wilt Chamberlain threw in a hundred points right in a basketball game. The next highest is eighty one. Yeah. Okay. Um, he also had fifty five rebounds in a game, which might be more crazy than the hundred points. That's fifty five. But Greg, what do you think about twenty thousand women that Wilt Chamberlain had? I mean, that's <laughs> a lot of points. <laughs> And he had a retractable roof uh, above his bed in his uh, mansion in Bel Air. That's kind of hot. Wow. I mean, I just went from six to midnight. <laughs> you and me both. This guy. <laughs> I'm older, maybe 11. Nah, it's, it could still get to one. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Sponsored by Viagra. <laughs> 
Ah, uh, he's a baller in many ways. Will? Yeah, I mean, Greg and I and James Leopold. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, but another uh, great story this week, and and kind of melancholy feel to this though, is uh, Mike Doc Emmerich, voice of the NHL. Um, 50 year vet like we talked about Vin Scully another ginger yeah. when Ooh. Vin Scully was to baseball although Vin was about 67 or 8 years of announcing uh, this is uh, 50 is no, nothing to sneeze at no I mean Doc Emmerich I think one of the more iconic voices in all of sports right I mean mm-hmm. this guy has done some huge games um, um, I believe that game 7 of Blues Bruins I think was the most watched Stanley Cup Game 7 ever. Great to hear. I think so. I mean, hey, boys. Deserves it. We brought it home. Everyone wanted us except uh, New England area. But um, we're going to do a plug for Doc Emmerich because he uh, – I don't know if I told you this, Gregory. uh uh-uh. In our vast preparation for this. But he uh, – I'm doing a plug for his book. He wrote a book called Off Mike. Get it? His name's oh. Off Mike. How a boy from basketball crazy in Indiana became the voice of hockey. So he was a, hmm. uh, uh, you know, uh, Indiana native. And another shout out: we have to do it every episode of the Hoosiers. Um, Who's your daddy? Let's your go, daddy. IU baby. I've I've worn that. Hey, huge. Speaking of Indiana, huge. Oh, huge. Oh man. God. That, I mean, you should see the wow. stuff CC sent me. They have, like, God touching the ball. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it was unbelievable. What a finish. Yeah. All right. I have to dive into this first. Oh, thank you. Thank you. My, Please do. So, shout out to my Mizzou Tigers. We're on a roll still. Still on that 8-2 and two bandwagon. If you guys have yeah. left the bandwagon, keep on it. Keep hammering the money line. <laughs> uh, it worked for you again. Yeah, Mizzou. You called it last week. Yeah, Mizzou pounds Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Now, half the household's okay in the Boyer house. Mitch isn't happy. Indiana, they're playing well. You know, what is it? Uh, uh, Penn State. Pixon, though? Oh. What's oh. Uh, what's the quarterback's name? Oh, um, whatever. I'm spacing. That, yeah, I think it's Pixon, whatever. So he is not throwing the ball well at the very end. Um Penn State ends up coming back. They're up by one. They have the ball left with like a minute 30. Now, Tom Allen makes a great call. Says defense, let's not let's not tackle. Let's just let them just run straight in. Penn State runs it straight in. They're up eight. Mitch has already gone upstairs. He's already called it. Pouty. To him, to him, yeah, pouty. Fat, fat lady has already sunk. Mm-hmm. He's up there. And I'm like, all right, well, this is a smart call. We got a we got a minute twenty left. Let's go. Let's go down the field. Seventy five yards marching. But the two the two point was so yeah the Ho- yeah the Hoosiers get it. I mean, you have to go. So you get the two point conversion, unbelievable. Then first overtime, both score. Second overtime, Indiana taking it to the house, hits the pylon. Game over. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable game. Really happy Boyer household. Everyone got sloshed that night. I can't even remember anything after the game. Oh, boy. Hangovers and highs. Penix is his name. Penix. Cheers to the Hoosiers. Cheers to the appendix. Um, Oh, but one thing I wanted to say uh, about our boy here, um, uh, about Doc Emmerich. Yeah, sorry. I went off the rails. No, no, no. I love it. I'm I'm super glad you did that um, because, yeah, we we definitely had to pay homage to that. but I heard this story he said that 
Martin Brodeur, because they asked him one of his favorite stories. Right, right. Of NHL, and I thought it was going to be one of his calls or something, and he and he said Martin Brodeur is like is classy human being on and off mm-hmm. the ice. So obviously the greatest goalie, uh, arguably uh, hard to argue, with, and he won three cups. But one time when he, when they get their turn with the cup, you know these guys and uh, guys have taken a swimming pool with bars and strippers, whatever. Right. Yeah. Martin Brodeur went to his hometown of uh, Montreal. Saw these kids playing hockey in the street, pulled over, put on the sidewalk, and started playing hockey with, with them on the street. Unbelievable. That that gives me a little chills. So. Man of the people. Yeah. We, we've got a heart here at Hangover's Highs and Hearts. Uh, we're not just uh, stone cold <laughs> foxes here. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, it was nice seeing it was nice seeing Marty on the team for a hot second. A little old. That's all right. Yeah. Hell of an Enterprise commercial, though. <laughs> He's St. Louis. He is St. Louis Enterprise. What? Enterprise is St. Louis. Oh, I know that. I thought you meant he like filmed a commercial here or something, was it? Well, maybe, I mean, maybe. Maybe. Who's to say? Yeah, Could yeah. be in Montreal. Could be. Montreal. So, um, and with college football, I'm trying to think of some of the other, uh, um, was there any other upsets? Crazy, like that? crazy upsets? I'm not sure. Honestly, yeah, I blacked trying, out after yeah, that win. Yeah, you did. Yep. It was it was pretty nuts. Went to Fields afterwards and that was pretty much all she wrote, so... Mm, what are you gonna do? Yeah, we were we were out and about ourselves. So um, yeah, and then woke up to a vicious hangover of uh, the Cowboys just getting absolutely rattled. Oh, we the were next, the, winery. the next day. Oh, we were, so that was a day into wow. So I, I didn't. I only caught the end of the game. That's why it makes sense. Yeah, it's based on a few things, but thought we'd uh, <coughs> transition. Excuse me, <coughs> my COVID cough. <laughs> um, I got it now. You got it? What? No, I got COVID oh, now because you coughed. Yeah, I, I know. Thank you. Well, you, you coughed first here. but um, The NFL, uh, to transition to the, the main entree here of, of sports, um, I thought it was great that uh, Jerry's boys got smoked. Oh, wait. You liked them, huh? No, I mean, no, I mean can, how can you right now? How can you go... How how can you go to a worse coach? How can you go from Jason Garrett to Mike McCarthy? How? How? He, how? Well, he did win a Super Bowl in, up there. In, Rodgers won him a I Super know, Bowl. I know, I know, I know. You know, you understand what McCarthy was doing before he was a coach, right? Uh, he was a toll booth guy. He looks like a toll booth he guy. He worked at a toll he, booth. He's from Pittsburgh area. Like well, Greensburg. Go like back a, to the toll it, booth. It, it's, it's near that. Go yeah. make some calls. Yeah. Go make some calls and figure yourself out because I don't need you on my team anymore. Get out. Get yeah. the hell out. He does not need to be a 5 to $7 million guy. No. He's give 15 me, to 17 bucks an hour. Is he going to become like the next Marvin Lewis or something? You can just lose how many games that you want for oh, the Bengals ooh, and yeah. then just, like, just stay forever? Marvin. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Mike McCarthy will not succeed in Uptown. He won't. No, he won't last. Jerry will jettison him out. Jerry doubled down and said, this is my guy. I have my man. This is my man is what he said. But remember, boomerang ankles out. So then they Dalton, you know, uh, who not only looks like the Christmas story bully, Scott Farkas. Right. Coonskin cap guy. Oh, yeah. uh, But he got beat up like him. Remember the little kid with the glasses Mm -hmm. tuned him up? He got a concussion last week. So all this by the Washington Redskins or Washington racial slurs or whatever they're called this Uh, week. The Washington football team. I know. I know. It's just. It's I think it's Kevin Durant's team. But look, 
Let's really focus on who's ranked number one in the power rankings. Oh, boy. I'm actually... The only undefeated team. Is that why you gave me this? Yeah, I gave you that. He's got a Steelers... <laughs> walk, walk, I have a Steelers, Steelers Tumblr, for those who can't see right now. Yeah. Magical. The only undefeated team, your Pittsburgh Steelers, 6-0, and like Tosa Ravioli and Baseball in St. Louis, Chip Tan and football in Pittsburgh. But... Uh, with that in mind, Greg Gree and I would thought, you know, you don't want to hear someone's 16-game analysis. Yeah. Actually, there's a bye, so there's, you know, four teams off. So what, what would that be? 14 teams. We're, we're going to talk the top three games, what we deem, because we, we know what we're talking about. Going into next week. Going into next week. That's right. It is now week eight. And the Niners um, taking on the Seahawks. Uh, the Niners, uh, even though they're fourth, it's a tough division. They're four and three going against probably the top team in the NFC, not named the Packers. Right. Uh, five and one Seahawks. Seahawks. Now, let's talk about the Seahawks for a second. Can they be on every single Sunday night football game? Seriously, if it's not the Steelers, because they need to replace the Cowboys going into this oh, week. Yeah. I didn't even want to bring them into it, but that Arizona Seahawks game last week was unbelievable. Kyler Murray is a stud. Yeah. And but Russell is a real stud. Russell's unbelievable. I think it was his first three interception game since 2017. Not the best, but they were putting the pressure on him. But DK Metcalf. Oh, oh! How about that chase down? Oh, I mean, I, I that dude hit 22.6 miles that, an hour. That's the fastest in the NFL, isn't it? This uh, year, that I, was the second fastest in the NFL. Was it? It was the Two. second fastest. I'm not sure who it was, but that was the second fastest. I mean, he's like a, a gazelle. That it was. Like, it, it was like a safari. He's an like just a lion stunned. just attacking a zebra. It's Buddha Baker who intercepted it too. The guy yeah. is not slow. No, no, that was a. And I have a Seattle friend that I I gave him props on that. I, he, that was unbelievable. Russell Wilson, aka. What's his name, Mister uh, Dangerous? No, no, oh, Dangerous. Dangerous. But I, I think if they play Arizona <coughs> ten times, that they're going to win seven, uh, seven and a half of those times. This, I think Jimmy Seahawks. G's going to hit the strip club. I think he's too into the game right now. He's feeling himself. I think the Seahawks are going to blow him out. Hammer the money line. You're taking Jimmy G. I'm taking okay. the Seahawks. Hammer. I'm, I'm taking the Seahawks too. Minus three. Minus three. We're, this is a new segment. We're going to see how Greg and I do. All right, Seahawks minus three. Is there an over-under in that game? Uh, over-under is 53 and a half. Um, mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take the under. All right, I'll go over. Uh, reluctantly, just to be different. So Greg is over. Over. I'm under. The yeah. only reason I'm saying that, Chris Carson's hurt. Yeah, I have him on my – I have Russell and him on my – my Tyler Lockett, games. good God. Yeah. He's got well, studs. Well, so, yeah, I, I – even though I would still – let's say you had to start him or Metcalf. I'd probably start Metcalf I, just because – I don't know that long I, ball. I, it's like anybody though. It's like Russ's passer rating the Tyler Lockett and Tyler Lockett alone is like 101. Yeah. It's like – it's out of control. He had two top ten catches. That does remind me of uh, like Ben and A.B.'s relationship when A.B. was – you know, had the best well, four five. with your boy Brady. So I, I hope he implodes the locker room. I, 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 I do I, too. I was hoping he'd go to Seattle just to give my friend shit. Seriously. Right. Game two. Uh, Drew Brees' Saints take on Bear Down Chicago Bears. Four and two for the Saints, five and two for the Bears. This is Saints uh, minus four. Saints minus four. I think Foles is done. I think they're going back to Mitch the bitch. Okay. 
We're both taking the Saints. <laughs> uh, I'm CO? taking Bears. What's CO? Oh, I'm you, taking Bears. Oh, I thought you said he's done. Oh, they're going to go back Foles to Foles is done. I thought you meant the, I think the team st- is done with him. I think his, his style okay, of quarterback okay. being the Statue of Liberty and just standing uh, there uh, in the uh, pocket is just out of control. Okay, good. You're taking the Bears. Good. I'm taking Bears. I'm taking Saints. What's the over-under there? Uh, Saints are minus four. Over-under is 43. I'm going to take the under again. Okay, I'm doing the over. I think uh, I think Mac's going to have himself a field day. And then lastly, the pick game, which should be flexed to a second game or even Sunday night, which is those crummy Cowboys. They got Romo, though. They got Romo. Oh, yeah, Romo in the booth. Oh, we got Romo, though, yeah. You have Romo. Steelers have Romo. For sure, right? I mean, because – You yeah. have to. Um, Ravens 5-1. Yeah, it's the best rivalry, I think, in football. 6-0 and Steelers – and it's Ravens minus three and a half. I know they're at home. The line moved. It was six at one point, I believe. Oh, boy. But you know who I'm taking. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take the Steelers with you. Okay. All right. Steelers both. Who, who do we uh, – I'm hammering the over. What is it? The number? 46 and a half. Okay. Greg's over. I'll go under with that. I don't mind that on that game. I could see running? A, I could see a 27-13 game. Or, oh, boy. Or, you know, 2019 sort know, of thing. I know, your boy Claypool may be going off for three tutties, maybe. Just yeah. to say. Did you, did you see what his uh, nickname is? Uh-uh, what? Mapletron. Oh. Like Megatron. Yeah. Calvin Johnson. He's got the physique and yeah. the speed and the, you know, he's like a, a Metcalf, like a beast. And yeah, he really is. I can't believe the Steelers can draft wide receivers like this. It's unprecedented. Kevin Colbert, man. It's in the blood. I don't know who that is, but he sounds like a trustworthy he's, he's person. He's the GM of this. You know, we, we have continuity. Remember, we, we've weren't our third coach since the man landed on the moon. I mean, there's more popes. There's twice as many popes in this time. Come on. Third Tomlin. coach, and Tomlin's only in his 40s. I mean, he could be. Tomlin needs to have credit for keeping that tumultuous locker room together Hell yes. during that time with Le'Veon, A.B., and fucking Ben during that time. I mean, come on. Gregory makes the big bucks for a reason, folks. <laughs> Gregory makes them. So, um, what else are we going to cover? I mean, I, 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 we, we, I like we, that. I like that, man. Um, well, thank you guys uh, for listening. I would like to say before you cut out, this podcast is dedicated to the beautiful life of Charles A. Shank III. My dad, who really. Amazingly succeeded in everything he did as a husband, dad, friend, businessman, donator, humanitarian, just a cool cat. An so, absolute legend. Yep. To him. Funny, funny man. I don't know if I should cut one of his jokes out You got there. a story? You got a story for him? Come on. Let's go. Well, uh, your dad loves a couple stories. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold back on one of those. But maybe I'll just tell the quick joke that I've shared with one because it was the last one I heard him. Okay. What's the last thing you want to hear after having sex with Willie Nelson? What? I'm not Willie Nelson. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Out. Anything? Mm Mm-mm.